Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Edmonton Oilers getting set to take on the Pittsburgh Penguins on Wednesday tonight. The Penguins in Calgary. That game starts in an hour. Also, Vancouver up 1-0 in Montreal. Six minutes left in the first period. Huge changes for the Habs over the weekend. Probably more to come. We're going to discuss that in the first hour of the show. Late in the first period, no score. Coyotes and Jets. And after one, Seattle up three zip on the Sabres as Brandon Tanev has a shorthanded goal for the Kraken. Monday night football tonight. It is the struggling Seattle Seahawks. Yes, the team Kellen Kennedy and I cheer for. Rolling along with a record of three and seven, visiting the Washington football team who are four and six. That game is going to kick off in about nine minutes. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Happy to have you out there in Radio Land as uh, we take you through Another exciting edition of Inside Sports. And, of course, the Oilers now 15-5 and to start the season after an exciting win over the Vegas Golden Knights on Saturday. That game against Pittsburgh Wednesday night is going to be a late start at Rogers Place. It's the 8 p.m. game. So our face-off show will start at 6 here on 6.30 Chet. I mentioned the Montreal Canadiens who fired GM Mark Bergevin over the weekend. The Habs having an absolutely miserable season as uh, coming into tonight's game against Vancouver. They are the third worst team in the Eastern Conference. And now remember, they're uh, two points ahead of the Islanders. The Islanders have six games in hand. And uh, so really, when you look at points percentage, the Canadians ahead of only the Ottawa Senators. So Montreal making the big changes. And uh, where do they go from here? Well, I'll tell you what, in, in between 6.30 and 7, we're going to have a, a detailed interview with Brian Wilde. He used to work here in Edmonton. He's now with Global News in uh, Montreal. He writes the Call of the Wild blog on globalnews.ca. It's always really good. So we're going to have – I had to tape the interview with Brian today because obviously the Canadians are playing right now, so he's covering that game. And he really – really went into detail and gave some good perspective on uh, where it went wrong for Mark Bergevin, what it's been like for the Canadians this season and where they go from, f- from here. And I just want to isolate one clip first of all. And, and again, you'll hear the whole interview in the next half hour. And I think it's, it's, it's pretty interesting if you look at where Montreal uh, has been and where they're going to go, but he had something really interesting to say about the Canadians' rebuild here and the possibility of Carey Price, the star goaltender, being traded. Here's what he said. When you say to yourself that you're going to do a real rebuild, that's three to five years. So everyone whose birthday in 2023 starts with a three, they're, you got to move them. They're, they're done. And that includes Carey Price. And if you want to get excited in Edmonton, uh the Oilers are a goalie away from buying from the Stanley Cup. And Carey Price at the age of 34, if let's say 60% to 70% of his contract stays in Montreal in terms of salary, 
which is entirely probable and possible considering the one thing you're never in a rebuild up against is the gap. So if they absorb most of the salary, Edmonton picks up Carey Price, they could buy for the Stanley Cup. So Price, I think, moves. And that probably sounds a little wild in, in Montreal right now. But at the age of 34, what are you going to do with him at 37, 38? All right. So that is Brian Wild, And that is some speculation and analysis on his part. We are not saying that there is a, a rumor about Carey Price being traded. We're not saying that there is a rumor about Carey Price being traded to the Oilers. But he raises an interesting topic. So I will go down what if alley with all of you tonight. Because why not? The Oilers are doing well. And, uh, you know, like Brian said, a lot of people say, well, what about the goaltending? Now, to this point, I I would not criticize the Oilers goaltending this season. And and I think they're going to wait and see what happens. Smith, hopefully, is going to be healthy in, I don't know, two or three weeks. We'll see. We'll we'll get a more detailed uh, injury update from Dave Tippett before the bottom of the hour. And then you have Miko Koskinen, who's having a great season. Yes, of course, you know, sometimes he's let in a couple of bad goals. But for the most part, it's more positive than negative for Miko. And look no further than the game on Saturday, in which, especially in the first period, he held the Oilers in there and gave them a chance not just to survive, but eventually thrive as they got into the first period with a 2 nothing lead. And then you have the youngster, Stuart Skinner, who's played pretty well in his limited appearances and is probably going to get to play more here in at least the next couple of weeks. So, you know, right now, I, I don't think you can look at the Oilers goaltending and say it's bad, but you know, I, I, I get asked, well, what about the playoffs? What about the playoffs? You, you need a Vesna caliber goalie or you need someone who's been there before. Miko Koskinen has, has never been there before in the Stanley cup playoffs. Stuart Skinner hasn't. And Mike Smith has though, you know, he's never won the cup. And of course, we, you, everybody worries about his health, especially now that he's only really he's only played two and a half games this season. It, it's it's hoped he's going to be back before Christmas. We'll see. That's always going to be hanging over Smith. So, as as Brian Wild laid out there, he thinks the Canadians should trade Carey Price, and he thinks to get a team to take him, that the Canadians would retain a large chunk of his salary, because he says the Canadians with Jeff Gordon and whoever the new GM turns out to be, he says they got to rebuild. He says they got to look at this three to five years to rebuild. So they got to get rid of the players who are in their thirties and they're not going to be up against the cap. So if they got to retain money on players to move them along and start developing younger players, Brian Wild thinks they can do that. Now here's the situation with Carey Price. He is, he is 34. He will not turn 35 until August. He has, including this year, I'll include this year, five years remaining on his contract. So this year, then four more years. So what if the Canadians made Carey Price available and said, okay, anybody, we're going to retrain, we'll we'll retain at least half. We'll maybe even retain a little bit more than half because we want to move this guy along. But obviously, we need something back. We're not just going to do you a favor. So if this fell into Ken Holland's sphere of conversation with whoever winds up doing the job with the Montreal Canadiens, I'm wondering, and, and I'm going to ask you for this. 780-496-0063 is how you can get in touch. The hotline is presented by Certainty, professional-grade building materials. You can follow me on Twitter, at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. Email inside sports at 630 chedcom I want you to 
pretend if we can do a little pretend or do some Mr. Dress up here. I want you to pretend you're the GM, first of all, not just of the Oilers, but, but also of the Canadians. Like, what do you want in this deal? If you're Ken Holland, how much money do you need the Canadians to retain? Who are you willing to give up? I, I mean, I think in this scenario, Koskinen would have to go the other way, wouldn't he? I mean, maybe maybe Montreal says, okay, for, for this year and then next year and the year after, we'll, we'll retain uh, $6 million. So price will cost you, the Edmonton Oilers, four and a half against the cap. That's what you would have been. That's what you're paying Koskinen this year, and maybe you would have had to pay a goalie you were looking for next year anyway. So what if you retain that? And then I'm sure an Oilers first, at least one Oilers first round pick would be involved, and then maybe another one, or maybe there's some kind of conditional pick. It's you know it's it's a second rounder, and then maybe dependent on how many games Price plays or how deep they go into the playoffs. I mean that that would probably have to be for 2023 or 2024 because there's already some conditions on uh, the second round pick coming up for this year. The Oilers, by the way, in 2022, they're not to have a third or a fourth rounder. So so this is the what if. And, and now if you're the Montreal Canadiens, do you have to insist either Philip Broberg or Dylan Holloway is included in the deal? And, and then to go back and forth, if you're Ken Holland, are you willing to do that? To get, you know, hopefully three or four really good years of Carey Price. You know, I, I don't think he's done at 34. And now, he hasn't played this season. He took the, the time off for personal reasons. He's back, but we saw in, in the spring what he can still do as he was a big reason the Canadians got all the way to the Stanley Cup final. So that's kind of the what if we'll talk about tonight. Again, it is, it is sort of for fun. Uh, the Oilers are doing well, so we can do some some what if alley walking. I, I want to stress there's there's no rumor around this. There's no impending deal, but this could happen. I mean, I think Brian Wild defended it well as to why Montreal might consider doing that as uh, a very poor season continues, and uh, they might want to look at some major changes and a rebuild as they move along. We already got a couple of guys calling in. We will get to that when we get back. It's Inside Sports on six thirty, Chet. All right, thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Oilers back at practice today. They'll skate again tomorrow, getting ready for the Penguins on Wednesday night. Okay, 780-496-0063. Talking about a total hypothetical. If Carey Price were available, made available by the Canadians at some point this season, and uh, you're the Oilers, how interested are you? How far would you go to make the deal? We have Sir Robert on the line, 780-496-0063. Robert, go ahead. Hey, Reed, how you doing? Quite well. Well, I guess, uh, I mean, I guess, like, honestly, if it were me and Carey Price were available, if I were going to, I think... I think if I were going to go after him, I would hypothetically I would because you would think because you would think Montreal, if it were this year, you would think Montreal might ask for let's say Koskinen back in the deal and maybe a draft pick. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not entirely sure exactly what your thoughts are with that. See, so that's why I'm saying like if it were me and Terry Price becomes available, if. Uh, if I'm the Oilers, 
would I be willing to trade Koskinen for, let's say, three or four good years of price and a chance, a chance at a couple runs at Stanley Cup? Yes, but uh, but uh, at the same time, I think I think if I'm the Oilers too, I would also I would also want to be careful depending on depending on the ask from Montreal because let's say if it's Koskinen and and maybe two draft picks or another player or a prospect. But, well, I mean, see, that's just me. That's the that's the crux of the deal. I think is I, I mean I think clearly you'd have to ask the Canadians to take Koskinen just to clear up a little bit of space for this year, and you'd have to hope that Montreal would retain salary for the next couple of years remaining as well. I think the and, and clearly you'd have to give Montreal a first round pick. I, I think to me the crux of it is: Would you part with Holloway or, or Broberg? Uh, you know, yeah. Ro- 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 Roland Ro- Roland writes in and he says Holloway for Price is the same short-sighted vision that had everybody trading Drysaddle at the same age. And you know what? That's that's a fair comment by Roland. There were some people who thought when Leon Drysaddle was twenty twenty-one, they should trade him for a defenseman. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I mean. Uh... But yeah, I mean, like, I guess, uh, but I mean, I guess uh, theoretically, would it be worth, would it be worth it to trade Holloway when we haven't seen exactly what he's done and what he's capable of on the, on a team like the Oilers with all the talent we have? I mean, Holloway theoretically would be third or fourth line when he comes into the NHL. So, I mean, like, since we, since we haven't seen what he's done, if you're Holland, or if I were Holland, would I maybe be willing to give him up? Yes, but at the same time, I think I think I, w- I think I would also want to see what Holloway m- might be able to do. But theoretically, I guess I guess because after this year, Koskinen's contract is up. If yeah. you don't make if you don't make the deal this year and include Koskinen in that trade, theoretically, with the Oilers have the piece to be able to make the trade beyond this year, say if we potentially lose Koskinen for nothing. Right. All right. Thanks, Robert. Always appreciate it, man. That's Robert, 7804960063. Peter says, Reed, not a chance. No way, no how would the do the Oilers take Terry Price at any time or any price his due date has passed. Uh somebody else says long term the cap would never work. Most of you don't like it. Interesting. I, I thought it was interesting though that I thought it was interesting how Brian Wild put it. And, uh, I mean, you heard what he said. He thinks the Montreal Canadiens got to absolutely tear it apart. Absolutely tear it apart. And, again, because of he's covering a game tonight, we taped that this afternoon. And he's going to have some really interesting things to say about Mark Bergevin and some of the um, maybe tendencies Bergevin had in the types of players that he liked. And then where do the Canadians go for here? I mean, you know, they they lost to Noah in the off season. They lost Kotkaniemi, who's maybe, you know, he's not having a great season for uh, for Carolina, but still a younger player that they let go. And that all adds up to Bergevin no longer being the GM. So anyway, uh, interesting stuff. We can always can always talk a little bit about what the Oilers might or might not do. There's, I still, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. I still, and, and look, I, again, I, I can't criticize the goaltending this year. Yes, of course, there have been bad goals. Every team's given up bad goals. For, for the most part, I think the Oilers 
uh, goaltending has been very good and has been very helpful in the, the several games in which the Oilers have not started the game very well. But I understand why there's still the sentiment out there that they might need the improvement there in terms of a Vesna goal, caliber goaltending or a player or a goalie with a more proven playoff record if they're going to actually make some noise in the playoffs. Let's uh, quickly go here to uh, Dave Tippett with an injury update. As still a lot of guys not skating, at least at practice. Keith, Nurse, Shore, Holloway, Smith all skated before the group today. Which one's getting back for the soonest? <laughs> well, there are a variety of different injuries, so there's... I think... Um, I think Nurse is Nurse and Keith are probably the two that are, I would say, are going to be the closest. Smith was... Uh, he's been on the ice four days in a row now. Um, we'll see where, see where he gets the next few days. Uh, today was the first day he stopped pucks. So we'll, uh, we'll see where he gets to. Shore is uh, still probably a week. I wouldn't say he's a player this week, but uh, I wouldn't rule him out for next week. Uh, skating and uh, he's got to get up to speed. And both Nurse, uh, Nurse has got to get cleared. I think he's having another uh, test today or scan today. And then uh, Duncan is just a uh, matter of how he feels. It's the first time he skated in four days today. So we'll see where he came out of it. All right. So still some guys healing here. Nurse and Keith, the closest to returning. Back after the news with more Inside Sports. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad.